One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. That's the sound of a podcast starting. I'm your host, Russell Brand. In the background, you may have heard the eviction process of a young person. <laughs> Are you all right, Matt Morgan, this week? Yes, uh, I didn't know you would start. I would have joined in on the song. Let's start again. One, two, three, four, four five, five, six, six seven, seven, eight, nine, nine ten, eleven, twelve. twelve. Uh, 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 that's a song that we don't own the copyright to, but I imagine it's probably... Pub- I mean, it's, big, it's not going to be hard to license that, is it? I don't know. I don't think it's... Uh, I don't know. It's from Sesame Street. That's right. Mr G's here with us, and he's the poet laureate of the show, and at the end of it, he'll summarise all these things that are happening now. How can G possibly be writing a poem that's going to include all of this stuff? And somehow he'll do it. And what a week it's been for us as human individuals, as podcast makers, as talent. Do you ever listen to the podcast back on Audio B, Matthew? I have to listen to it back for legal reasons. Who comes across best? Me, is it? Probably. You're, you don't... Well, people say that you talk over me a little bit. Hmm. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I gave you that one. <laughs> I don't mean to. I think actually what I'm doing is judging where to step in, you know, where to guide you into new comedic Yeah, no, I, it doesn't bother me, to be honest. But I have to listen back because uh, there's sometimes legal issues and people have to be beeped out and beep stuff. Beep people out. I have to beep people out for legal issues last time. Right? Oh, God. Hey, how about that then? We had some... <laughs> what, a, what a show it was. We've got some fantastic... Emails because frankly, Matt, the nation has been taken by a brilliant new game. It's the new Beatlemania. Telephone neighbours. <laughs> no, Matt, not telephone neighbours. So that has just slipped out, indifferent, and it. And it Something really... slipped out earlier, and it still smells in here. <laughs> That, it's, well, it smells of links now, or some sort of. I think deodorant. that the links or other whatever aggressive pheromone-laced product you've used to to gloss over what was quite a natural and organic expulsion from me, I, I think it's worse. I preferred the fart. Well, of course, you think it's worse. Everyone likes their own farts, but come on. Someone suggested to me that I should record from my own booth. You <laughs> should, mate. Like it should be sealed off like Hannibal yeah. Lecter in a little glass cube. A space station or something. <laughs> Perhaps I should go on that mission to Mars. Oh, yeah. But imagine that with the people in there. All that way. Oh. I wouldn't like to be in a space pod breathing other people's effluvia, germs, fluids, even their carbon dioxide, to be honest. That's why I wouldn't go to Mars. Well, everything you breathe in has got people's bits and pieces oh, yeah, in it, hasn't it? Well, it has, actually. We're all I'm connected to breathe one another. in DNA from Hitler every time you breathe in or something. They're not many, but I bloody well do. <laughs> I make damn sure of it. A crisp packet of Hitler juice every single day to get me started. Here's yet another email about Ding Dong Who's That Knocking On My Door, the item where, would you really, re- like, even if it was the Queen, look, here's a good point. Well, even if the Queen herself came to your door, not in Queen stuff, yeah. but just... Perhaps she's dressed up in a, in, a, in a wetsuit with a swimming cap on. You wouldn't go, oh, my God, mom. Well, of course she wouldn't, because it's the Queen. She's out of context, and she's not wearing the clothes she normally wears. So how famous prove is she anything. then? Prove she's not that famous. But it is. If, she's, if someone said, the Queen's coming to your house tomorrow, dressed in a wetsuit, <laughs> you'd go, I can't believe this. This is amazing. Right? Because she's Anyone very who... famous. It's a stupid game. Move on. No way. And here's an email from Moth. The Queen working behind the counter at the post office... If I turned up with a package to send delivery and she was sat there, glass on the end of her nose, I don't think I would recognise her, even if I simultaneously was glancing at a stamp with the self-same uh, visage on it. And that's from Moth, a person who's really taken my item and run with it. Well, Brilliant it's stuff. you, because I know that you've been leaving comments on the thing, <laughs> haven't you? What do you mean, leaving comments on her own website? Yeah. 
And then nobody replied to you on your own. <laughs> um, I think because I didn't believe it was you. Either way, it's hurtful. I le- what I left was, I left a ringing endorsement of this the fame game. I condemned outright the name Telephone Neighbours, a game that you plagiarised from Belgium and that hasn't yielded a single result. Well, that's exactly what you've just done. You've done a cyber version of it. You went on there and no one believed it was actually you and no one replied. That's, that's your game that's... On, on the internet. It's all well and good, but what I'm seeking to do here is condemn Telephone Neighbours, as I've tried several times to embrace your item, and I got right behind it, to be fair, Matt. Yeah, Give me credit. Yeah. And what happened? It led to nothing except to a discovery. It's, no, but it's a slow it. burn. This thing, right, come on, it is read a your slow emails. Burn. Barely noticeable. It's like sort of syphilis creeping up here. Why would you choose that? I don't know. I've had a lot of... taking the tablets. <laughs> don't take the tablets. What's the point of the giant pills sit in my larynx? <laughs> Hello, Russell and Matt. Here are some celebrities in various manifestations that I wouldn't recognise at my door, says Sarah from New Zealand. Oh, this is going to be a list of pointless names of celebrities and then going, da da in the burqa. Someone dressed up as a... Well, actually, I was going to decorate the item a bit by talking about New Zealand, which I like. Nice. I like the country of New Zealand. I know. I'll probably end up living there one day. Why? Because the world's turned to shit, man. And it's one of the safe places, New I Zealand. That's I reckon what they it say. will be. A lot of people are buying up real estate in New Zealand, waiting for the great day, waiting for Armageddon, buying up pastures for a new Hobbit world to live in sort of Hobbit isolation after Europe and America and Africa and that all goes up. Yeah. New Zealand, it's the future. Would you ever do that or would you, like, go down with the ship? I'll go down with the ship, mate, me. <laughs> going down with the ship. Yeah. Of course. Don't you think? You wouldn't. What do you think? I'd snuffle off to New Zealand snuffle first. Snuffle off time. there, yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. I would. I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm here. I'm front line. I'll stick this one out for Blighty, for Queen and Country, for the Revolution. Hello, Russ and Matt. Here are some celebrities in various manifestations that I wouldn't recognise <laughs> at up, my door. Three. Look, <laughs> David Bowie wearing a Zorro-style mask and top hat. I'd know him because the mask and hat actually are very Bowie-esque. Robert Downey Jr. on really tall shoes so that I could only see his face from a low angle with bad lighting. Yes, possibly. Leonardo DiCaprio sprayed gold like an Oscar award statue. Now that... Of course not. Yeah, but also that's wrong because even Leonardo DiCaprio just in a, a, a Benny hat, as they used to be called when we were growing up, but it became Beanie hat for well, reasons Benny, I've never for, wasn't understood. Wasn't it someone from Crossroads? Crossroads? Benny from Crossroads. Benny, and then it did become Beanie. Beanie hat. So I don't know yeah. why it made that journey because it was a Benny hat. It was a yeah, Benny hat. it was a Benny hat. That's hat. that. And if you want to look at Benny hat and Benny and Crossroads, Google or use some other search engine that's not so closely affiliated with evil, those words and stuff will come back to you and you'll see what I mean. Dalai Lama without his glasses, dressed as an old Asian lady. That's all from Sarah Newsom. <laughs> really, really <laughs> grasping the item by the throat and having tremendous fun with it. You're not, you're not behind it, are you, Matt? No, it's just boring. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you accuse my item of being boring? Kate A says, Russell and Matt, I'm so glad you guys are back. I'm listening to you whilst writing my midwifery dissertation. You're getting me through. I like that word. Midwifery. I've always said that. Because midwifery. midwifery. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice, isn't it? Because of wife going whiff like that. But you'd think it would be midwifery. You would, because what? Pluralising it. Pluralising wife to wives. Mm. I don't know. The problem with whiffery is like, you know, if there was a crisis, I don't think it's a word that you can take seriously. Like, it's like, yeah. Well, there's there's a fire on the midwifery ward. Quickly! There's a midwifery crisis! <laughs> yeah, it's a word that's very difficult. There is a midwifery crisis in this country. The midwife. There's not enough of them. There's not enough of them. They're not being paid enough. It is a midwifery crisis. And perhaps one of the reasons people aren't taking it seriously is it sounds like a sort of a job that happens in Enid Blyton land, a sort of yeah. far, far away tree midwifery. job. Midwifery. 
It's midwifery, I tell you, going on. Lord Snubbins came here and practised some midwifery in my undercarriage. Lord oh, Snubbins God. is a nickname I've received. From who? From Snubbin Alec Baldwin. How'd you like that? Really? You, you snubbed him and he called you Muck Snubbins? Lord Snubbins. Oh, Lord Why Snubbins. Tell Lord Snubbins to respond to emails. <laughs> Lord Snubbins. I like the idea of being called that by him. It's interesting. Hello, chaps, says Dave W. I remember hearing that back in the early days, Russell told Matt that when they were successful, they'd be able to date jazz singers. Have either of you accomplished this goal? Keep on trucking, Dave W. That's funny. because I, I to you? Yeah, you did. I remember it. And Why did I, I thought about it? this the other day because I was in Camden and I remembered when I met Amy White. Wine house. Yeah. So what happened was when I, um, when my relationship in Australia fell apart and I had to come home, yeah, yeah, you I said, remember. you said one of the things you said to me was, "Don't worry, Matt. One day you're gonna date jazz singers." <laughs> and it always stuck with me. And then I met in this a- girl, and she was t- trying to. She was saying, "Come for tapas with me." And my friend was up from Dartford, and he and I said, "Well, I have my mates with me. I can't come with you." Turned out she was Amy Winehouse, right? But. And, I, and when she told me what she did, I was like, oh, you're a jazz singer. And I thought, oh, maybe idiot. I should go with her because Russell said I'll date a jazz singer. You could have saved I her. Never, I know. Well, I don't think I could. I'd probably have sped up her demise. <laughs> I think even that brush with you probably contributed to the tragic sad death of a dear friend and icon of our times, Amy Winehouse. May she rest in peace. We won't make it sound like it was my fault. I do make it sound like that because that is like that. Have That's you ever dated a jazz singer? Hmm. Jazz singers. Neil Diamond. Jazz. 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 I mean, I don't know. You can't. I don't ask them what they do. <laughs> Sometimes that really that ruins the ambiance. I if just I... ask them where the cab's going. <laughs> Please don't humanise yourself because it will ruin. I'm not listening. No, nope. I don't I... want to know. Please, please. Don't start singing. <laughs> don't you dare! Oh, what have I got? My God, was that vibrato? Are you in Abba? Head teacher who banned skirts at school admitted spying on women in swimming baths. Now, we did this story in the last episode, Matt. It's, it concerns David Doubtfire. Uh, There's been a development. Teacher. There's been a development. He fell down in a cubicle. He says he fell down in a cubicle. Oh, right. So you're going to approach this cynically. I'll be bad cop on this. David Doubtfire fell down in a changing room cubicle, somehow avoiding the sides, not making any noise. <laughs> On his way down, his head was on the floor, and he said that once he was there, like he we just happened to see some a woman change. And he thought he'd better wait until she noticed him to say hello. That's right. So there's been developments, as there in the story. There's been some developments. He sparked anger by banning sk- skirts at the school he ran. Peered under a cubicle door to leer at the victim. The shocked woman spotted Doubtfire 52 staring up at her and informed police. In a way, his banning of skirts was quite responsible. Well, I think it was cover. Ah, what like to sort of think, go, well, Who, me, the guy who bans short skirts? Skirt banning guy? <laughs> Doubtfire here? I very much doubt not. Because he was yeah. perfect. He could have, like, hidden under the stairs at school. Oh, blimey. <laughs> Come on. There they go. That's it. On your way to geography, girls. <laughs> right. But, or is it, in a way, like, don't ban skirts because you're a pervert. Deal with your perversion. You can't expect the world to exactly. change to accommodate... What if they were in skirts? Well, maybe, maybe that's what he was doing. He was trying to protect himself Self. and everyone else. Going, oh, we've got to ban these skirts. He's like the Hulk. Don't make me angry. angry. Don't make me horny. You won't like you me won't. when I'm horny. <laughs> I don't like you when you're horny. I've seen you and it's disgusting. <laughs> recorder Alan Maines. What does that mean? What do you mean a recorder? recorder Alan Maines. 
he sentenced Doubtfire to a 12-month conditional discharge, which he also did on the floor of that changing room, <laughs> said, It's very, very sad indeed that a man with your impressive background should be before the court for something like this. Oh, shame. Poor fellow. He's actually been shamed. Doubtfire of Bidford-on-Avon walks. They're the kind of addresses that make Americans laugh at us, isn't it? Well, you're Doubtfire from Bidford you Bidford on walks, do you? That word says here, look, Doubtfire of Bidford-on-Avon walks. Admitted voyeurism after he ogled the women, woman at a leisure centre in Evesham. Walks last July. How do you prove ogling, though? That's a bit weird, isn't it? Because yeah. when does that looking become ogling? Only when accompanied by this noise. Oh, it has to... That's right. Oh, that's leering. That's leering. Ogling's... Like a Tex Avery wolf, eyes out on stalks. Right. I think. Yeah. And I can't... Do you that's a le- that must be a legal term. You ogled me then. I was ogled. <laughs> Brutally. Please, don't ogle me. I was ogled as a boy. Are you ogling me? Anytime I'm ogled, I feel very vulnerable, <laughs> you sir. You ogler. <laughs> He told the police he fell over in the changing room and took advantage of his position to stare at his victim. Oh, well, there we go. He didn't say that in the last article. That is proof. I took advantage, saying there was a positive side to it. Well, while I'm down... Oh, God, I've fallen over. Bloody hell, this might be rheumatism. Oh, dear. Oh, hello. Oh, actually... Don't get many of them to the pound, do you? Every cloud has a silver (laughs) lining as to her pantyhose. By Jove, I'll stop down here. Oh, hello, dear. He told the police that he, that he took advantage of his position to stare at his victim. When Doubtfire was charged, he had to quit as head of a school in Redditch Walks for pupils aged 9 to 13. Mm. He banned skirts a year earlier, saying they'd become too short. Doubtfire, sentenced at Hereford Crown Court, is due to face trial next month on an animal porn charge. Oh, <laughs> Doubtfire. Doubt it's getting harder fire. and harder to believe your stories. That is niche, isn't it? He likes looking up skirts and animal porn. That's a shame. I wonder what kind. I mean, uh, animals are very really generous. Is that isn't illegal it? then to. Uh, I don't know, I'm just asking for a friend. Uh, to, <laughs> to look at animal porn. I suppose it is. Well, it yeah, used I think to bestiality be. is not allowed, I don't Unless think, he was right? making animal porn. Are those those people that just say, I'm going to marry a horse or marry a dog and I love it for what it is? Or like that woman who's marrying a tree that she's found? Yeah. Or woman- that man who had sex with a bicycle. All these guys. Or this man. We've got this story about a man who's pleasuring himself in slurry. What is slurry? Animal Sitcom poo. with it's like... Roddy Corbett. <laughs> <laughs> slurry. No, What's wrong with that? God, your Gee. references are so out of date. Well, I know. What happened oh, to we me? We're talking about Crossroads and Sorry. sorry with poor Americans. What the fuck you're, is They're a decade and a half a planet away. <laughs> no, two decades. Two decades and half a planet away from my absolute... From all day. your references. Welcome to the podcast, Americans. <laughs> yes, whether it's the comedy of Rene Corbett or references to ABBA, there's something for everyone here. Should we talk about the pervert in slurry? Sure. Well, a slurry man. means animal feces. You it's, don't want to talk about well, the woman. Well, slurry, that, it's mud look, and animal droppings. A woman's marrying a tree. Don't you want to know about this? A woman. Would well, you know about it? You yeah. sound Anecdote. vague on it. Okay. Well, just see just how vague I am. And if you want to send us something, Russell and Matt at Audio Boom, you can do that if you want to, or you can just upload your own jingle, as this person has done, to audioboom.com. You're listening Harmonious. to the Russell Brand podcast, and now it's time to belly bounce. All right. Belly bounce. Yes. Let's play it. There you go. I love that. 
Yeah, do you know what? We went there. to Noel's gig the other day and people, that's taken off, belly bounce. Belly people bounce. shouted it at me. There's a story about a man in Northern Ireland who belly bounced his elderly neighbour right out of his garden. He said he saw the way things were going and he belly bounced her. We like to think it was a side swipe sway. Belly bounced her right off the path. She was in his face and he belly bounced her. Well, I, well as I Who say, did that jingle, by the way? Uh, jingle one is by... Sam White, that, hang on, that, give me a second. the magic, mate. Jingle what? one. Oh, let me look at my chart <laughs> now. Jingle one. Well, you've one. got the chart as well. You could have gone. That was That's by Sam, Sam Lewis, Lewis two, two three seven. seven. Yeah, I have now. But I thought, I thought we'd done well because I goes, you could send a jingle like this person has, and then Matt, for once, you professionally picked up on a cue. Yeah, and then and you did boastfully it. went, yeah, well done, or something. <laughs> Well, when I pressed it, yeah, really smooth or something like that. I didn't. I want you to do well. I stick up for you. I think you're a good guy. I believe in what you. I I loved the mimic. I'm backing you to the hilt, to the very hilt, Matthew. Oh, don't! I'll only cry. I want success for you. I deserve it. I love Cohen. I I hated that when you used to get told off by your parents. I hate it. And then I can deal with being told off when you're little. This is. I wasn't a teenager. Right. And then they go, "We love you." You're a good kid. That makes you go, there's that a for darkness in me <laughs> that you will never know. Do you know what? I um, When I was a kid, I used to get heartburn. You know that stuff, bile yep. or whatever, comes up Nick in your Berry. throat? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So what if Heartbeat I live in the Heartbeat is a show that You'd featured someone called Nick Berry and Heartbeat. Russell's. Why finger do on the you pulse. skip <laughs> when my... That's a parody, so you, we can use it. Okay, listen. And uh, I said to my mum, I've got an evil power in me and it's trying to get out. And that's why, that's how I interpret it. You were spot that. on. You were spot on, son. Well, you did have. And it still... Got, it did get out earlier, didn't it? <laughs> Yours. Jesus. How dare you? How dare you use a reference to evil power to undermine me? Me? Yeah, all right. Pervert so, caught pleasuring himself. Don't you want to talk about belly bounce more? Uh, don't you oh, yes, want to talk about... Oh, yes, I do want to say this, actually. But when belly someone shouts, caught on. When someone shouts belly bounce, mm-hmm. I didn't do this at the time, but someone should reply, Ling Long Ling. And there should okay. be no words used. Other That's words. our code, people that are listening to this podcast. You shout at us, belly bounce, and we shout back, ling, ling long, ling. ling. And yeah. that's how we shall know that we are connected. <laughs> we are many. And it's with language like this that the revolution will begin, Mafu. Oh, yes. Belly no. bounce. Ling, long, ling. Took you a long while. That's like when we used to test down the line when I was broadcasting from again. Hawaii. Belly bounce. Ling, long, ling. All right. Yes, this is it. This is how movements start. I feel like Lenin and Trotsky at the beginning of the Bolshevik revolution that I can't even pretend to understand. <laughs> uh, Matthew, I like that I thing. You do pretend to understand. <laughs> hey, I like that thing you sent me of uh, that bloke singing that song down the tube station. Let's put a link up of it. Yes. What is it? A bloke singing. But do you know uh, what? I looked where you... tainted love. Yeah. No. No. Erasure. Oh, you homophobic. Linking them together because they've got gay singers. I've got a category of music known as homosexual music. And if you're in that category, it's bloody difficult to get out. And don't you dare try to get married to each other in your little category. Um, What what song is it? Uh, Have a Little Respect. Have a Little Respect. Two million people have seen it, so it must be quite popular. It's people, so it's like one bloke singing... That song. Yeah. Well, the background of it is, I didn't know this at the time, but they, yep. they, yep. Erasure had played a gig, so it's in Kentish Town, ah. so it was at the forum. So most of the people on the platform were that. fans, right? Love it. But it just seems to be this bloke singing it, and then the rest of the people on the platform join in, and it's yeah. beautiful, isn't it? And, it? and I sent it to Russell to go, come on, guys. It creates a sense of social harmony when people start spontaneously singing and belly bounce. And also, we share Matt, a culture. Option. What? Ling Long Ling. Um, we do we share, share a culture. culture. So you go, oh, I know that song. I could sing that song. And it's strangers, you know. 
uniting. It makes me want to cry. It made me want to cry. And you wanted you to tweeted cry. it, right? Yeah. And I read the comments, and people are just horrible. What they, they say? Go, oh, well done. This is well old. <laughs> Oh, oh, well, saw months ago. Oh, who cares about that? They're going to love my references to sorry and heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> a YouTube clip a month out of date. <laughs> now, what made Corbett tick exactly? Michael Crawford. Hmm. Now, Frank Spencer, great character, but Commodore Man? No, Commodore <laughs> Man. Um, Matthew, um, well, yes. have you got any more stories from the Albert Hall night that you want to talk about? We uh, went and saw Noel Gallagher at the Albert Hall. He was doing we things for Teenage Cancer Trust, great charity. Roger Daltrey was there. Noel Gallagher was performing. Tried his artist up there. God bless him. Oh, yeah. No, he was, he was pretty amazing, actually, wasn't he? I thought he did very well. Did you? And well, a... he didn't move. I was watching you throughout. Oh, you know, someone else up, said I was Russell stiff was as a board. The... Yeah, you were. It was bizarre. <laughs> Why are you watching me? You look like a corpse up there. <laughs> I was sat up, weren't I? What kind of corpse sits no, up? It looked like you'd thought, I've got to have good posture. And you were like sat bolt upright. I'm surprised it didn't put Noel off. <laughs> I kept looking at you thinking, is he all right? Someone else said that. You were up in the Royal Box. I was down with the plebs. <laughs> That's right, because you're a troublemaker up there. I was looking after Donovan, Noel's son, and doing a damn fine job of it. There's one bit where I goes to him... What, I, by I, pretending to be a statue? I just was trying to be a good influence on the kid. What, posturally? Yeah, I probably wanted to hey, see you dance around. Donovan, this is how you sit. Bolt upright. If you go to a rock concert, this is what you should do. Sit bolt upright and close your eyes and look like you're meditating. Actually, what I was doing is I was looking at people enjoying themselves and when they put their arms around each other, I thought, this is what life is. Harmony between fellow people. Don't move, though. Don't show them you're weak. Keep perfectly still and survey Why the scene. Why watching people like a robot? That's what you did in LA when you pretended to like basketball to try and make friends among the big wigs. <laughs> did I sit bolt upright there? Don't you remember? Yeah, you probably did. On the court, and I went on a chat. I'm always sat. What about those Lakers? Do you remember that? <laughs> wow. not- See the game. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't try and make friends with no big wigs, did yes, I? You did you kept going to the basketball? So I went kept- once, maybe twice. Once or twice. Uh, once, you were there every and I was week. sat next to upright. Kobe Bryant got some of his sweat on me, and then he mentioned me after the show or whatever it is they do (laughs) (laughs) and uh, and then another time I was there with like uh, some teenage lads that I know these teenage lads are these the ones you jumped off your roof naked with I was wearing my pants and yes (laughs) 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 and it was right we washed ourselves like tramps in that pool (laughs) hang on I was getting confused then I thought you meant at the basketball no, in the pool we in got sweat. after. Really? We just washed, and yeah, we like, I, I, like we washed our hair and that with shampoo. Did you wash each other's hair? We're like tramps. We're like tramps. Oh, fingers. <laughs> the Russell Brand podcast, in demand and on demand, available exclusively to Audio Boom. I was looking after Donovan. And I showed him the correct way to enjoy a concert. I think I was a good example for that boy. Sat there, fine posture. We had the right laugh. I goes, and the, the atmosphere was going so well. We were having such a nice time. I goes to him, uh, do you think I'll be a good dad? It was a cry for help. Oh. And, he, and he, goes, he goes, yeah, I do, actually. Shame I'm not your kid. And I goes, yeah, why, God? <laughs> why? And then we both went, why? Like that with our hands waving in the air. Why, God? And so that was one bit where I was at least moving around slightly. You are very good with children. I noticed that when you're around, people generally just think, oh, it'll look after the kids. Yeah, I'm happier with them. I Because like, with the adults now, especially like backstage at the old Noly Noly thing at the Albert Hall, I had to give so much spiritual advice out left and right. Did you? Oh, well, people... people turn to you as a sort of guru now. I'm Russell Brand's showbiz sage. 
Really? Showbiz Sage for the stars. Need some tips. Need some advice. I mean, obviously, I can't reveal who they were. Did you say to most people, one day you'll date jazz singers? <laughs> hey, you might be crying now because of a poor review for your new movie. <laughs> but soon you'll be j- dating a jazz singer. Think of that. Um, yeah, no, it was good, wasn't it? It was, it was. But like, yeah, I did that thing when I didn't drink for six months, and you notice how annoying people are when you not did drink that night. Yeah, didn't you notice? I thought you, I thought you were leaving because I was drunk. You're drunk, man. I'm going home. Donovan! <laughs> now let's march smartly out the door. I didn't, because I was aware that, like, once, you know, when I didn't drink for six months, yeah. you realise, like, literally two drinks. People have had two drinks and they start to be really sort of overbearing, yeah. like, talking, like, weird sort of speech patterns. They talk, they repeat themselves and you just yeah. think, oh, God. Bloody awful. Yeah, so it must be horrible for you. But I thought, I, you know, That's what didn't, I you didn't notice children. I was drinking. No, I didn't mind. We had a good chat, I thought, and then there was that bit where... I don't remember any of it. <laughs> of course not. Of course not, drunk as a lord. But Scully come over, and I was mate Scully, didn't he, and gave me that girl's fur coat, and then the girl was watching that happen. So it was, yeah. instead of being a joke between us, it was a joke that involved the person. He then had to explain it. We tried to explain it. Yeah, it went awry. The whole, mm. the whole situation went awry, but I think it was a relatively pleasant evening, wasn't it? Except for the bar. No, apart from you said to me when I arrived, what time did you leave the other night? The security told me that people were still there at 6am. Were you there? Were you one of them, were you? Mm, on the stragglers. Why were you phoning the security? Okay, what I, time? I can't you... sleep. Are there people still there? <laughs> Is Matthew Morgan there? <laughs> He's a naughty little boy. <laughs> I want you to tell Mr. M. Morgan that you should get very smartly into his vehicle right away. He's been drinking cider. No, I left about, I don't know, not long after you, because my wife was hungry. Mm. That's it. I went straight to Occupy Rupert Murdoch down at, uh, opposite the Shards. Did you? Yeah, there's all people there just leaving bags, hung out of them for a while, very windy, very cold, felt self-conscious. <laughs> Flirted with a girl through the window. Of what, the Shard? I f- yeah. I, I, I f- not the Shard, the new Rupert Murdoch thing. A woman came down to have a photo down, and I thought, well, this is good, because it's a bit like something I like, the Fox and the Hound. A woman come down that works for Rupert Murdoch. She looks through the window. She wants a selfie. All the security let me through to right. so get the selfie with her, and I thought, yeah, this is good. Fox and the Hound. Fox and the Hound. Another reference <laughs> from 1980. <laughs> Gee, why are you looking at me like that? No, it's just that What's like, your... you, 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 you go so deep. You, you go back so Too deep, deep in time. Just too deep. I go back too deep. Like Benny hats. I well, what? Like You're wearing so, a Benny hat. I'm wearing one. I'm, I'm, it's too deep. All right. Hang on, hang on. We'll get emails on yeah. this. People, it's come to like, my it's defense. It's like you didn't go to school and you just sat at home watching endless amounts of television. That, that is what happened. What, I didn't like happened. it. I didn't yeah. like it. I was nervous. Everyone else. There's rough boys. There's bully boys kicking the soccer balls what, about what and having fights. Like, there was like you, the working class champion, and her coming down from the tower. Yes, like Fox and the Hound. Right. Or, I don't know, Wasn't that about some dogs who share some spaghetti or something? (laughs) You fool! That's Lady and the Tramp, and that was just merely one scene that showed how through spaghetti the Lady and the Tramp could connect. Fox and the Hound is about a fox and a hound, not some dogs who share some spaghetti. A fox is a kind of dog and a hound's a dog. No, 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 because you can't have a domesticated fox as a pet, can you? Although my Uncle Jim, he did have one. Purdy had it for a while, but then he ran out into the streets and was claimed, claimed by the cars, claimed by the road. Uncle Jim, you never mentioned him before. I don't bring him up, Matt, (laughs) because he had a pet fox. He's an unusual guy. You would have mentioned that. He wasn't a real uncle. He's a real uncle, all right? Where did he live? It felt real to me, baby. (laughs) There's a lot of work. He's got, I think he might have some Nazi memorabilia. Let's get Uncle Jim here. I need to know about this. <laughs> Uncle Jim. You've never mentioned him before. I mentioned Uncle Jim. Don't I mention Uncle no, Jim? No, you've never... I've known you for what? 
a decade long longer than 15, 15 years, years 15 right? long years and Uncle Jim's never come up he's a Nazi <laughs> who keeps a pet fox <laughs> I think it's one of your characters. I think you've got a badly fitted beard. Oh, Uncle Jim's back! Oh, Uncle Jim's done something naughty! (laughs) Uncle Jim, sir, is as real and up-to-date as many of my references across the show. Yeah, what else can I tell you about Uncle Jim? What side's he from, your mum or your dad? Dad. He's married to my dad's sister, Janet. Uncle Jim, Jan. Janet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think that I don't know what else I can tell you about Uncle Jim. When did you last see him? See him over Christmas. Did you? He wanted me to go to some sort of a uh, war type memorabilia place, um, Nuremberg. <laughs> 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 to uh, they've got some saint or something. I don't know. Uh, I think yeah. What I've done actually is I've joined the Nazis. <laughs> so that's essentially what I'm describing here is my drift into national socialism. Going to read the thing about slurry. Yeah, well, you're, you were meant to tell us about some woman who married a tree, but we've oh yeah, now one. a woman married a tree. Well, she didn't, she wants to marry it. She has sex with it once a week, and she tells her boyfriend who lives in another country not to be threatened. Uh, that she loves the tree, and the tree gives her something that he can't. I mean, I don't what? poison ivy. I mean, I don't know where to <laughs> go. How'd you have sex with a tree? I suppose if you're a woman, rubbing your clitoris against a lower part of the trunk. All if right, you're a man, find a soft piece of bark <laughs> that you can part and uh, jab yourself right in its crevice. Uh, get the sap flowing, though, before you do, because otherwise you're in a heck of a lot of trouble. Now, let's tell a story about a man who's sexually aroused by animal dung. By dung. Why are we doing this? Um, <laughs> shall I read it? Yeah, go on, mate. A man let's found naked in a field amongst cow dung and mud has been sexually pleasure had been sexually pleasuring himself. A court has heard it was the same farm he had returned to over a period of seven years. Blah blah blah. Third time he's appeared in court for this kind of behaviour. Why would you do that? Why? There was a history of his visit in this particular farm seeking sexual gratification while immersed in cow dung and mud. In a way, what business is it of anyone else? I mean, who is victimless? Is the very essence well, it's not of victim- because oh. the Roth family have suffered because of his behaviour. They went, she went on, as it has affected their quality of life and their <laughs> children. Who know what's going on? The quality of life. My life quality's plummeted since we've had a <laughs> m- man wanking in shit in the garden. <laughs> I mean, the family had to regularly check their it livestock. Emphasises their oh, life quality. Listen to this; it gets worse. They check their livestock, outbuildings, and equipment as he is masturbated in a muck spreader and set fire to outbuildings, <laughs> killing livestock in frustration when they cleaned out their farm equipment in an attempt to stop him from this lewd and obscene habit. So he killed livestock in a fire. He was going to die anyway. Oh. Look, I say, let's get behind this guy. I mean, imagine... Like, I don't want to some- be in front of him. <laughs> if someone asks you what you've been doing, and you have to go, I've been masturbating in a muck spreader. If that's the only <laughs> way you can tell the truth in a situation is by saying that, that's pretty hard. I mean, it, yeah, but, yeah, but why would you end up in court multiple times for mm. the same thing? Low self-esteem, I'd say. Low well, self-esteem. how low's it got to be where the only thing you can date is shit? <laughs> <laughs> there was a time in the late 90s. <laughs> oh, no, I feel for the fella. Well, I feel that's mental illness, isn't it? Let's what be honest. With, again, a lot of these stories are just making light of mental illness. I mean, what was the last guy laying on the ground? But what would you skirts? do? With, like, would you. What would happen if someone locked him in a room where there was no animal feces? I think he'd do a poo and wank in it. <laughs> I mean, no. I was trying to talk about society, okay. the, the bigger okay. picture. Bigger but picture. You've obviously dragged it down to that level. Yeah. The practicalities. Okay, how are you going to get around it? Just do one yourself. Self made, self service. Serve oh, yourself up. He probably back. would, wouldn't he? Well, I suppose so. I mean, if you're prepared to go to those degrees. I mean, but like what I suppose, what I think is, how do you address such an issue? What 
is that a manifestation of? If all behaviour is a manifestation of some permutation of consciousness or some activity of the mind, what's going on in there? And can we unravel it? I don't know if we can unravel it. I'd like Sometimes, to chat to this chap. Well, he's probably quite normal. I bet away from the uh, muck spreader, I bet he's quite normal, quite charming and sort of all right. And then from the muck spreader, I'm a pretty normal guy. <laughs> muck spreader, oh, it's, too, it's a bit too whispering. Oh, the old headphones. That. <laughs> <laughs> well, <clears throat> I feel for him. I feel for him. I and mean, when that's the worst thing I've. Oh god! No. Have you ever had a fetish? Well, yeah, but they're pretty standard. I mean, they're well, pretty yeah, you standard. Can't big boobs. That's not a fetish. Bums and vaginas. That's, that's not standard. a fetish. That's just. I can't. I love them. Sweet swoo, I say. <laughs> But like, yeah, nothing. But you're, but like, oh. those people are into shoes or. Something. Don't you like it sometimes? Maybe if the woman she acts like she's a. Hang sort on, of... do you want to say this? No, no. Let's do this story. <laughs> Diner, well done, good broadcaster, very good. That Matt, professional. Well, I knew you were going to do the thing where you have to dress up as a little horsey. <laughs> <laughs> might make you sound weird. Pony and carrots, pony and carrots <laughs> every Monday night. Carriage wheels. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Clippity clop, never stop. Pull my tail out. Oh, and the guilt, the terrible guilt. P-O-D-C-A-S-T, it's Russell and Matt and Mr. G Podcast. Mm-hmm. Russell. Yes, mate. Seamlessly, I'd like to ask you Tell about me your what... ding-dong who's that at the door. I'm glad you're finally showing some interest in a great item, a world-sharing item, an item that the young people of this country, it's really something they've turned to since well, Zane has left 1D. This, this sort of follows on from what I wanted to <laughs> say, actually, because the young people, wouldn't they love a website for something like that? And also, I'd like to say, get 10% off your first purchase when you sign up for Squarespace using offer code BRAND. You don't eat bananas in my advert. Get out. Get off the mic. Can you get back on the mic when you've eaten your mouthful of banana? I've eaten it. Right, see? Ah, he's eating another bit. Oh... Go on. on. Squarespace are paying for this. I know. Good. Thanks. Chimpanzee over there. (laughs) Doing my best. Right. Let's do this properly. You're doing brilliant. Squarespace is the easiest way, Russell, to build a website. Online. Store. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) What a caper. Squarespace is the easiest way to build a website, online store, or blog for only $8 per month. Of course not. I'm changing it. This is my telephone voice. They came back then, did they? It says dollars on it. They came crawling back. <laughs> Couldn't take it. I thought, oh no, they're back no, home. Because Why? profits have gone sky high since you've been involved. I'm not involved. You are involved. You and Ding Dong. What's the point of this item? It's got, it's, we should have. What's its own, the point of it? The point of it is fun. It's going to have its own website, and you could design it for us. You mentioned Desline and Matt, I, but Desline and without the tash. Are you sure you're going to recognise Des without the trademark tash? Well, so Des line him without his tash, there'd be sort of a, an empty square space there. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Come on, square space. Uh, 24-7 support via live chat and email. Is this going to take long? Have you done it? Start your free trial today and no credit card needed. And make sure to use offer code BRAND. That's BRAND as in... You know, a brand. And also Russell. <laughs> Russ. Matt. G. Audio Boom. Diner released... Oh, no, you want to... Oh, you finished with your filthy slurry, have you? Yeah, I think we should... I think, let's not right, talk let's about things like that. No, we've done too much stuff about... All right, let's say something stuff. more classy. Wait a sec, wait a sec, wait a sec. I've got plenty of classy things to say. Here's one. Our 
come then that people are saying that Taylor Swift's new pop video is all about e- Illuminati symbolism? Like, you know, pyramids, broken mirrors, identity. I read something on a, a website about it saying, oh, Taylor Swift's video, it's all bloody Illuminati. Well, they've been saying that about every pop video ever. Because Jay-Z, Madonna. Illuminati, Illuminati. People on YouTube just see Illuminati symbols I've been everywhere. accused of being an Illuminati before I now. Know. What's like? Why would the Illuminati, they're in charge of everything, they're running the world, they've got a control of these transnational corporations, apparently they've got all these satanic ceremonies where they can abuse people and do human sacrifices. Why are they going to risk all that to do By a pop video? putting it in a Taylor Swift video. But one thing we don't have is a video with Taylor Swift. Why would you? Well, I suppose it's because they're trying to. Um, well, what the people would say, the conspiracy theorists mind would control say, us. mind control. But like, it's not mind control me. I didn't even watch it. I just looked at a still with the article, moved on. I don't think I've heard any music from any of that sort of age group music for ages. As you know, all my references. <laughs> <laughs> you were married to that music. <laughs> I'm married to the music. It wasn't married to the music. <laughs> no, but like, you must have heard it then. You don't really. Oh yeah, no. If you go to the concert, yeah. But I just sit there, bolt upright, no, <laughs> zone into a quiet inner Russell world. Yeah, no. A lot of that music is dreadful, isn't it? But then, I suppose we're of an age we're where we'll now. look back and we'll say, oh. When know. I was looking down at the Noel Gallagher concert, everyone was dancing, and particularly when he did like an Oasis number. I thought, oh, this is that. This is that thing. This is nostalgia now. Like, right. Are we of our time? Are we of our moment? Or are we looking back in some sort of reli- revivalist oh, form? God, I suppose you'd throw yourself off that balcony. I would have if I had to look after Donovan. The kid looks up to me. He would have been <laughs> looking down at me if I was splattered down there <laughs> in the stalls. Okay, Diner released rat to get out of paying bill. Oh, now, like the headline tells you everything about the story. A man has released a rat to avoid paying his restaurant bill. Ever done runners from restaurants, Matt? Ever considered a scheme Once. like that? Once. It's in nervy, Cornwall. It? And there was a, I'll tell you why. What happened? There was a fly cooked into a popper dump <laughs> in an Indian restaurant. And they weren't Indian people. It was G's like... gone mad with the poetry for that. A word like popper dump to a poet like G, he's, all, he's on it like a bonnet. That's very hard to rhyme with. Stop a drum. Yeah, it is. He's got his work cut out. <laughs> yeah, no. Doesn't rhyme. No, no, no. Yeah, no, there was a, a, there was a fly okay. cooked into a popper dump, so we walked off. If it had just they... been skirting around the surface, would that have been okay? Well, what, alive? It was the fact that it was, it was cooked into it. That's that's that's, it's that's gross. Bleak. And then we so we ran away at the end, which was not a flawless manoeuvre. There was us. I was mm. part of a couple. We were teenagers, and there was another couple. I was part and, of a couple. Well, I was in a relationship. Sound like a teenager. I was part of a little two piece. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we, yeah, the proclaimers. Yes, that was oh, us. again. I know, look look at that. You could have said any. You should have said Milli Vanilli. That was the oh, next one God. that comes to I, mind. I, I actually tried to Salt and pepper. correct you, and I couldn't think of any. There's nothing from the happening last now. 20 Who years. is it? Ant and Deck, them two, like, no, jump not. around, them boys. I mean, like, I what? don't know anything. <laughs> jump around. Crisscross. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what, let's get up to the middle with some old Christy Cross. Yeah. Don't worry, mate. We're just... Don't matter. Don't matter. Off we go. We've got the... our little references. The graveyard. Um, yeah, we sort of bustled out and there's waiters trying to stop us. It wasn't very good. And then we got stopped up the road mm. by them. Sure. And then the cab driver told us, oh, that place just got its licence back. It was shut down because they had a fly electrocutor above the big cooking pot thing. And it was hundreds of dead flies in the bottom of it. It was in Cornwall. Apparently it was in all the newspapers at the time. Awful. So we ran away, but I think with good reason. And then we had to pay for it in the end because we got caught and we couldn't really keep up the 
The pretense. You should have just come clean and said, waiter, there's we, a fly in my poppadom. Yeah, we did do that. And then they went, oh, sorry, we'll get and you another one. Then you legged it. Yeah. And yeah. then, but what we should have said is we're not paying for this. Sorry. I want to go back to Japan. Do you think I can? Because last time I got went to Japan, I got bounced right back out of Japan again. I've been watching the films of Takahati. He's a Japanese uh, animation director. I'm very touched by the Japanese culture, Matthew, because uh, you can see that they've got Only different... Only because you're not allowed there. I want to go. I want to go to Japan there so bad. Yeah, they kicked me right out. I no, got... but I mean, have you ever been in? I got to Japan. No, I know that, but before that, have you been to Japan? No, I'm not allowed in. I want right. to go, though. Yeah, because I'd like to go. Do you know why I like it? Look at interior design here in Europe. It's been through Rococo, Baroque, all that. Rococo pops. <laughs> <laughs> right? Whereas Japan, it's got a completely different aesthetic, and I think that's a representation of a different mindset. Some of these films I've yeah, watched are Takahati, Princess Kagawa. And Kneeling and drinking tea on the floor. Paper screens. Geishas. Yes. Samurais, sumos. <laughs> Don't mind if I do get that nappy off, Grandad. <laughs> I mean, they're a gorgeous bunch, aren't they? Yeah. I'd like to go. Well, you're not allowed there because the, they're very stringent laws. Why? About... Why are they so stringent, man? Why don't you try and write them a letter? Uh, dear Japan, i sorry what I've done. Let's put it behind us. Because when I plugged my phone in, did I tell you that I plugged my phone in while I was waiting for Japanese justice to be dispensed? They mm. took me off. They dragged me off to a special room. They showed me a thing in a big heavy leather book. They almost had to go and blow some dust off it. And then they pointed to a bit that said, basically, fuck off. <laughs> and, really? and, yeah, like, you can't come in here. You, you, and then, but a bit when I was trying to charge my phone, they were, a bloke came up and goes, unplug that. That's Japanese electricity. <laughs> he said it all angry, like really? I was stealing Japanese electricity. I was scared oh, of it. God, so what moment. was the, the... What is it, though, the uh, previous convictions? Previous of... drug conviction from ages ago for, what, let's face it, a pretty minor offence that I've been milking the crap out of, like, you so know, when it suits me. I'd be most upset about flying there and mm. getting off the plane because I don't like flying. But yeah. Right, I'm here. I'm in Japan. get back on a flight. It's a pain in the arse. Yeah. It really is, to be bounced. Where did you fly to? I think it was Tokyo. Oh, no, well, I mean, after. Where did, yeah, after. we just go home again. I think I went to... New York, I think. I feel, but I just accepted it. There's a point, you know. There's a point with disappointment. A bit like, say, you're drowning. There must be a bit as you're drowning where you just go, oh well, and yeah, yield yeah. to death. You do, yeah. Do you know what they test antidepressants? Or I don't know if they still do. With they something should. called a despair chamber, they put a rat in it, right? Mm. And they give it different antidepressants. Despair chamber. That's, That's what it's not called. Very nice. That bloke would probably wank in one of them. Like, he's looking for things that are morbid. Yeah, he would. Mm. Um, you put a rat in there, and they swim, right? Mm. And it's when they give up swimming, they just think, oh, sod it, and just die, right? And they, and they, they let Why them die. Why does that test the they pill? Because if you've got, uh, if an antidepressant works, then you'll keep swimming for longer, because you'll think, no, come on, something will happen. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they test them. You've been in jams like this before, ratty. Keep just, going. Just swim a lot faster. That's the spirit. Here we go. Yeah, but then. I don't like the so despair like, chamber, So if mate, you're that be depressed, you, you'll be far sooner. You will reach the point of giving up. Almost immediately, you might just go, oh, oh I'm not swimming in this box. I'm going <laughs> to drown. Oh, I was already in despair before I even come in the chamber. Oh, go to sleepy bath. It's just so boring. I'm just going to die. Yeah. Poor old depressed people. Well, poor I old think... rats. Poor old despair chamber. Well, poor old the happy ones who still die anyway. Go, come on, let's go. <laughs> oh, bloody hell, I'm exhausted, but come on. At least they don't have a bit of plaque about them. And look at this rat. This rat. That we've mentioned already, oh, yeah. and I can stitch back to now. Segway. Christopher Baker, 28, went out for dinner for one 
on Valentine's Day. Oh, come on, this guy's already... Hey, let's not stick the boot into this guy. He's called Chris Baker. He's out for a dinner for one on Valentine's You're Day. You're too sympathetic to criminals. I love them. I love the criminal class. You I'll do. stand by them. Christopher, if you get in touch with us, we'll give you a slap-up meal and we will love you till you love yourself, son. But he didn't feel like paying for his Valentine's Day dinner, so he released a rat into Borneo Bistro in Sunderland. Borneo Bistro in Sunderland. I don't want to criticise it, but I don't think I'd want to eat it either. Naturally, the restaurant was embarrassed and he was given a refund. But when pest control was brought in, they smelled... A oh, there's a joke here. They smelled a domesticated rat. Well, this is weird. That had recently had its hair cut and Baker's ruse was uncovered. How would you recognise a rat with a haircut? I mean, I don't mean no, from its previous identity. <laughs> I mean, like, what are the... Your haircut? Actually, yes. It's taken years off me, hasn't it? I was embarrassed at first. <laughs> Little fringe, that's all. Well, I mean, even when you see a, you know, a wild rat or whatever, mm -hmm. they do look a bit shaggy, but they don't look too bad. I've never seen a rat and thought you could do with a trim. And why no. is this guy giving a rat a shave? Sometimes a I look at a seagull... Right, oh. and it's so pure white, and I don't just mean a young one, like one that looks like it's been around. Been for about, he's been about a block. Pure white, he knows the, the score. feathers are so clean. There's nothing on it, and you just think, why do we wash and wash our clothes when there's a seagull walking around, Persil white? You're using seagulls as an excuse to advertise your... Persil. <laughs> hey, don't I'm you not, dare! I don't use Persil. I don't use any of that. We what make, do you use? We make our own, man. You My don't. wife makes our own. How can you make your own washing powder? You make it. It costs about £10 and lasts you the whole year. It's really cheap, what washing powders. What are you? Are you stepping outside of society, are you, mate? Yeah, I am, actually. Stepping I don't, outside? I don't use You're any, stepping outside? I don't use toothpaste with fluoride in it. What do you use, it? then? Special fluoride-free toothpaste. What, I don't fluoride use missing? deodorant. I use a crystal. You, you <laughs> a crystal you, oh, deodorant. I don't just have a how crystal come, in my pocket and how hope. How come I'm the new age hippie one out of us, and you are making your own bloody washing powder, you won't even eat a good bit of British fluoride, and you're using a crystal on your armpits? What's Be going on? Because our environment is toxic. We never used to get, like, cancer's a modern phenomenon, thanks to right, the chemical toxicity it. of our environment, right? You know that deodorant, when you put it on, yeah. the, yeah. it's got aluminium particles that go into your body and block the sweat pores. That can't be right. That's not good for you. It's got to stop. That's why breast cancer's on the rise. Shit. What am I going to do? Just get a crystal? Just get... It's a, it's a salt crystal. You rub it on. It lasts... Let it's me smell right. you. Can I smell you? Oh, for God's Shall sake. Shall I come around to you? I'll come around to you. Let me... Right, I'm, now this is live. This is actually live tests. <laughs> Now, this is, this is, what's happening here is broadcast history. Matt's had his arm some up in there, in there since the first mention of it. Matt's flung his little arm Come up on, like it. a trainee Nazi. Do you know you look like King Louis from uh, Jungle Book, <laughs> King of the Swingers? You look like a reclining orangutan. I can, well, the washing powder, I can vouch for. Your right. cloves smell nice. Now go beyond that to the next level. How can I go beyond the next level? Get me get me, get down the crook of your neck. I'm going into the he pit. He won't rest until he's got a wet nose <laughs> from my armpit hair. I won't! I have it! I've snuffled a lot! Quick! God, that's fucking actually gorgeous. Oh, there you go. beautiful bastard. Pure pheromones. That isn't bad. I know. So, we don't need all these toxic chemicals. Hold on a second. Because I've been using... Right, guard. Sure, the big boys. But you're saying to me that that's clogging up my pores. Well, I don't want to defame those products in case they one day sponsor us, but Unlikely, yes. Matt, with your unprofessional readings that have led us to being a pariah in the world of marketing. I'll tell you what, my mum and dad have got those air freshener sprays, right? They're little automatic ones, right? And I said to them, this is toxic, you shouldn't have it, because I googled it, and it's really bad. Yep. And it's like, I'm asking them to get rid of a beloved family pet. It's a oh, little tiny robot that goes... Can't. 
But is it on the wall? Or does it move about? No, it's, no it doesn't move. Robot. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Bob Bye. and Sue, there's a little freshener for you. Looking no, like, great, Bob. It's got a motion detector on it. It's an emotional have these little in their robot. Houses. No, it's not an emotion detector. It's a motion sensor. Like It sees people move. It sees move. you come in and goes, you feel sad. Have a happy smell. <laughs> there you go. Refreshers. Your beautiful childhood in Margate. <laughs> so uh, it, it just it sees you move and it assumes you stink. I think it's a judgmental little prick of a robot. I think it's a poisonous thing. It makes me cough. I told them about it and they seem to be offended about it. It's clear that your parents never loved you. They're trying to drive you out with aromas. But let's summarise this mayhem now with the poet laureate of the show, a man who we confidently claim can rhyme the word poppadom. And if that word ain't in the poem, I say we <laughs> denounce him live on air and get a new kid in, a younger kid, like someone who's got a bit of pizzazz around him, like a fresh young someone, seagull. Someone going to get all your references, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, someone understands me and the proclaimers. Here he is, though. It's the uh, Poet Laureate of the show, Mr G, summarising all this. Cool. Right. Flying the poppadom. There are those who tap on windows and those who knock on doors. Those who sing songs of respect and those who snub and those who are ignored. Who controls where we're coming from? claiming the wisdom of Solomon. Does the Illuminati really control the world, even the flies in our poppadoms? So cry me no rivers, move me no mountains. Does seeking refuge in the past spare us from the crystal glass clarity of a mystical fountains? We all start the countdown with life's numbers, where a showbiz sage can learn to expect. Some things are better to remember, and some things are better to forget. There he Woo! goes, Mr. G. He's summarised the show in a first attempt. What's more, Matt, have you got anything wry or twee or cute to say as we finally bail out of another broadcast? Oh yeah, someone's going to win that. We've got to remember who wins yep. the poem. It gets sent to someone. What did the last guy think? He was poem? over the moon with it. We've got no reference to it. We filmed. We uh, recorded this at XFM. It's gone well, hasn't it? Yeah, John Jingle. Like here, XFM. You're listening to the Russell Brown podcast. That's what you just listened to, was us. Well, uh, the winner is, maybe we give it to who? Uh, the rat guy, the guy that let the rat out. Let's find him. Rat guy, we've got a poem for you. Dave, what's his name, Matt? It says in the first line. His name is Christopher Baker. Christopher Baker, we're going to find you up in Sunderland and we're going to give you a poem and we're going to make your life worth living. We're going to make things beautiful. Happy now, I want to know if that is, that is his pet rat and they sort of work as a team. <laughs> oh, that's now that's a movie. That's a movie I want to make. That's been made, isn't it? Called Ben. Or Ratatouille. Bye. <laughs> Brought to you by Audioboom. 